Well, hello and welcome to episode 146 of The Cool Room, uh, a very special episode which we recorded live uh, out at Co-Conspirators Brew Pub in Brunswick. Uh, you'll hear much, much more about what we were doing out there and why we were there as the podcast goes on, but I'd really like to thank them for their hospitality on the day. We had a fantastic day uh, and it was genuinely fantastic to see so many friends and fans of The Cool Room uh, whether they were friends that we've known for a long time or new people turning up who've been listening to the podcast but hadn't made contact before. Um, it's genuinely always exciting and fun to have people turn up and uh, introduce themselves like that. Uh, if you haven't already uh, had the opportunity to, uh, to get on board the Cool Room social media, please do that. Send us a little message to say who you are and where you're listening from. Uh, it's just exciting for us to see who it is all around the world. Uh, we often mention Norway and other places, but genuinely, it's exciting as a podcaster to find out who's listening and where they are. Uh, and also, by doing that, you can hear about all of the fun upcoming events that we've got planned. Uh, we've got more live shows. We're going out to Bonehead to celebrate our 150th episode soon. Uh, but we're also doing a great lineup of online shows uh, throughout September. We've got Goodland, we've got Yulies, and we've got Deep Creek joining us from New Zealand. Uh, hopefully you can come and join us for all of those in the Zoom room. And hopefully you'll really enjoy this episode with CoCon. Uh, I should say up front, obviously enough, because it's a live show, there's a bit of audience noise and so forth in the background. I've done my best to filter that out. But um, it's a little bit noisier than normal. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to listen and enjoy the episode and um, share it with your friends if you're having a good time listening. Okay, let's get started with the show. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome to episode 148 of The Cool Room. It's a very, very special day here today. We're out live at Co-Conspirators Brew Pub, 377 Victoria Street, Brunswick. At least I think that's the address. We'll find out. I'll be told every time I get something wrong today. There's oodles of opportunity for that to happen. We're out here because we've brewed and collaborated on an amazing cold IPA. Uh, we're all sitting around drinking that, except, of course, for Warren. Warren Wu, who had to be different. Warren, what are you drinking, mate? I'm I'm drinking a really delicious dark lager, which the, is yeah um, the old the old cool room uh, cold IPA. Not good no, enough no, for I've, you. I've had one of those as well. It's like when you're out and about, experience everything you can, and I'm quite happy with my. Dark oh, we've lager learned as a well. little bit of the Warren Wu life philosophy there. Yeah, yeah so that's it. Yeah, it like, worries me about where you might end up and what you might experience with that worldview, but that's all right. Last time I was here, I was missing a thong and a mobile phone <laughs> by the time I got home, as well as a couple of hours of my life. The, I have the, no idea what happened there. No, normally it was good. that would floor me. Normally I'd have nothing to say. Luckily, we've got some extra friends along today. Yep. <laughs> and should I introduce the show? Introduce what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah oh, great. Um, so first of all, after a very, 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 very long hiatus, we've got Travis. Hey guys, uh, it's good to be back. Uh, it's good to see that uh, still after all this time that no one's actually steering this ship. No. Um, <laughs> uh, Warren, that story you told about the last time you were here, I think if memory... Uh, I lost a bag and David lost a jacket. Yes. Yeah, yeah, a, leather jacket. I didn't lose the jacket. The jacket just stayed here for winter. <laughs> it's back. It's the jacket I brought today. Just to, you know, 
just... it, it feels so at home here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good of course. Yeah. Um, this, 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 I had a thought in my head that it was this great craft beer and the collaboration that brought you back, Travis, but it's not, is it? Because I know when I cast my eyes towards the roof, we are in a room with 20 uh, ceiling windows? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, that'd be about right. Maybe we should have counted them before we actually started recording. Oh, that would have been a little <laughs> professional. <laughs> <laughs> Things haven't changed since you were last year. No, no, like, nothing it's good has to changed. It's good to say. Absolutely nothing. I haven't been paying too much attention to the ceiling windows at my place lately because, you know, winter and, you know, not recording podcasts <laughs> under the ceiling windows uh, has meant I don't have to actually look at them. Mm. Well, spring is almost back with... with yes. Yeah. That's when a young man's mind turns to what he can see out of his ceiling exactly. windows. Exactly. So. That's exactly it. Should yeah. So... Let's let's move this on because there's one more person and probably the most important person in this whole process. There's, there's no probably about it. <laughs> he's absolutely Definitely the most important person. And probably yeah. And yeah. So let's talk. Let's 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 say a big hello to our first co-conspirator guest, Dion. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks for having us, guys. <clears throat> We're really excited to be here. It's really love to be lovely to be out on the road and back in co-conspirators and in this beautiful kind of really yeah this beautiful venue which is terrific um i as as is the normal process of things what we normally do is ask you know one of our other guests to 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 introduce introduce our you know introduce each other but given that you're flying solo i thought it'd be really funny if david introduced Dion. That's a great oh, idea. I like this. What I was thinking is that, you know, Dion could introduce, say, Jackie or Scotty, who oh, aren't here who to hear here right now. Yeah, yeah it'd be like the prisoner's, prisoner's dilemma kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, I'll do a really quick intro for Dion, because um, apart from anything else, he was the one who was on hand uh, with the Hebrew uh, out here, Omo, making sure that when we came out to do our collaboration beer, that nothing exploded or caught fire. Uh, it was a an explosion-free session that we have, uh, which was uh, fantastic. I got to, you know, wander around Brunswick and bring back exciting cups of coffee. But we've um we've made a pretty exciting beer here, mate. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's it's a uh, cold IPA and it's uh, it's uh, it's banging. It is absolutely banging. It's yeah. six point nine percent. It doesn't feel like 6.9%, or at least it doesn't no. taste no. like 6.9%. Yeah, it hides it, it hides it pretty well. I think this style is all about the hops, and the hops sort of stand through, and it's, uh, it's a pretty easy, approachable, um, crisp beer, and that's uh, what it's meant to be. What? Um, so, all right, let's 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 kick that off really quickly. What are the hops, and, yeah, how, what do they say? What are they doing, what are they doing in, that, in this beer? So the, so the hops in this is quite simple. It's uh, citra... Um, <clears throat> an eclipse. Um, so it's basically used uh, equal amounts of, of both. Um, a little bit as a whirlpool addition and then uh, a double dry hop in, into the fermenter. It's got a very sort of um, uh, big punchy citrus aroma and flavour you get from it. I, I pick up a lot of uh, sort of um, mandarin and almost a bit of um, um, citrusy pith in the, in the It's almost got a bit more sort of lemon grapefruitiness about it than yeah. I expected citra. Yeah. Obviously, citra can be different in different situations, but it's got that sort of almost yeah, the sweeter end of things for a citrus than yeah, than sweet the... sweet mandarin. There's there's plenty of sort of grapefruit in there. It's a big punchy citrus, refreshing beer, which is what this uh, 
style's meant to be. Hmm. Oh, speaking of what the style style's meant to be, what is the style meant to be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, and this is where the controversy really starts. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you know this is a this is a cold IPA. It's a fairly new style that's sort of been kicking around for a, uh, just just over twelve months in Australia. Um, as as with a lot of styles, it sort of comes out of uh, uh, the US. Um, Wayfinder, which is a brewery in the US, pioneered this style. <clears throat> the style. The key to this style is to make an IPA that almost has a has a lager uh, base, um, uses lager yeast, but you ferment it warm, which, which does give a very different character to this. So it's, so it's a style that's sort of a take on a on a West Coast IPA, but it's just made it a bit more crisper, um, sort of sharpened it up a little bit. Um, taking some of that uh, um, multi uh, character out of the beer just to let the hop shine through. So this is all about the hops. Um, when you say warmer, so a good I've always thought like let's let's compare what is a lager normally brewed at, and then what is at what temperatures this brewed at, or would a cold IPA be brewed at? Yeah, good call. Yeah. So um, people have different ways of doing doing lagers. Generally, <clears throat> lagers are, are fermented cold, mm-hmm. uh, which is sort of less than fifteen. Yep. Uh, we we with some of our lagers goes goes low as twelve, and then sort of ramp it up every couple of days. Sure. Uh, but it is that sort of below fifteen degrees in general. Uh-huh. Uh, whereas an ale, <clears throat> you'd pitch at uh, uh, 18, 19, 20. Sure. Um, yep. And that's where most of the fermentation goes, um, and that's. That's really sort of the key difference between a between an ale and a lager. Okay, yeah, that's fascinating. So with this with this beer, it's a it's a lager yeast uh, which we fermented at eighteen, yep. nineteen, and then sort of ramped it up to twenty one. So much much warmer than you would normally do. Which yeah. initially, when I when I brewed this style, I was I was pretty uncomfortable because you, you always you always told like lagers need to be cold. Yeah. Whereas yeah, with this, absolutely. we sort of flipped it on its head, and you're like, what's going to happen? So it's a it's a pretty exciting style to brew, because you're pushing the boundaries and doing things that traditionally you're not meant to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you've this isn't the first time you've done a cold IPA. You've you've uh, dabbled with this style before. Um, uh, yeah, describe describe kind of your first experience and the first one that you guys did and how to go. Yeah, so we've 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 brewed uh, two or three uh, cold IPAs, and I think. You know, we we try and stay on trend, and if there's any sort of uh, um, interesting styles, we we try and play around with our styles. So, as as soon as this sort of became um, a, a popular style, well, I wouldn't say popular style, but as soon as it it, it popped up as a as a type of style, we yep. we jumped on board and sort of played around with it. So, um, <clears throat> the the recipe, the the bones of the recipe hasn't changed too much. Sure. I think the principles behind it and the the yeast we use, the malt build to an extent, um, hasn't changed too much. We do change the the ABV and the hops, which does make it a different different beer. But uh, um, the, the bones of it sort of stays the same, and the principles behind it stay the same. Yep. Um, it is it is a fun beer to brew. Um, it is a style that I think, for me, shows hops really well, mm-hmm. and that's and that's what I love about it. It's yep. uh, it's almost a West Coast, but just. Playing more on the hops. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's a good way of thinking about it. I really like that. Yeah, like a West Coast, but yeah, kind of 
letting less malt, letting that, that hop character come through. Yeah, mm. That sounds really exciting. Were you um, confident of what was happening with it in the tank along the way? Because I sort of came out a couple of times for a little taste and it was sort of doing different things, but obviously you know, not feeling like the, the final beer. Homebrewers understand that these things go through a process. Did you, were you confident all the way through that given the, given the style and the yeast and everything was a bit different? Yeah, look, I, I think seeing we, we have brewed this style before, I, I, I am pretty comfortable uh, with this style. Um, the, the beer will never taste like the beer until a week or two after it's brewed. So um, initially the yeast will throw a lot of all flavours. Uh, the beer won't taste like actual beer until a week through the process. So um, I, I'm pretty pretty comfortable with this with the style of beer now and I think uh, I'm, I'm more comfortable to push the boundaries even further next time. Stirring up the controversy, yeah? yeah that's mm. right. Like, there's a bit of controversy around cold IPAs at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where do you guys sit on that? So, so the only the only real controversy I see is people uh, seeing this style as more of a hoppy lager. What what other yeah. what other controversy? Oh, I think we've, we've had a couple of cold IPAs on the on the podcast in the early days of cold IPAs, haven't we, Warren? And yeah. we just. Uh, you know, no one was real sure how it was going to take off or if it was going to take off. Yeah. and Or if it really was a little... Or if it was, was a, a style. style. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think a lot of that in my mind has been answered. Like, if I was, a, if I was doing home brewing, I'd be really excited to try oh, it yeah. myself. Like, yeah. that, that's the one thing I think would be really interesting. Yeah. Um, if I was a punter, I just wouldn't know what was going on. And But, but if it's tasty enough, that I'd drink it. It produces a style of beer that I love drinking, but yeah. do you think it's achievable as a home brewer, or do you think that, you know, given we're dealing with lager yeasts at odd temperatures and things, is it too tricky to take on? I, I think, if anything, it's, it's much easier on a home brewing scale um, yeah, because right. you, you need less tight temperature control. Um, so you can almost, you know, let it, let it go, and it, uh, it'll ferment probably slightly too warm, but it's, it's easier to ferment at higher temperatures as opposed to the tight control at low temperatures um, on a homebrew scale, I would, I would think. Mm. So f- from a homebrewer's point of view, I'd say this is probably easier. Because well, I don't think I've, I don't think any of my home brewing mates have made one yet, or unless, I've, unless they've slipped it through very sneakily. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same. I don't know anyone that's made one either. Um, yeah. But I'd be really excited. Oh, yeah, and that's really kind of surprising me because it sounds like something that would be all right, get some lag yeast. Let's see what it does. We'll get some, yeah, homebrew yeast and see what it does. We, mm. we must be almost due for another uh, cool room homebrewer session. Maybe we'll just get everyone to make a cold IPA. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there's some controversy there. Oh. We, we know a few out very quickly <laughs> there. If there was no controversy earlier, there's certainly controversy around that. But it's a, I think it's a ripper idea. Yeah, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, good fun. Now, I'm in a really lucky position here because I'm the person who's facing the board of all the beers that are available here at Co-Conspirators at the moment. Uh, we know Mr Wu is drinking his way through the entire list because that's the kind of bloke he is. Uh, I don't want to hear his opinion about beers. I hear it a lot and I respect it. But, Dion, for you, in terms of what's available at the moment, you know, what, what beers are you personally enjoying? And uh, were there any up there that were particularly challenging as a brewer to get involved with? I think I think we've got a pretty good uh, tap list at the moment. We've got uh, 24 taps. Um, almost all of them are sort of brewed on site. 
um, and there's a great variety of beers, everything from uh, sort of a low alcohol pilsner to um, an imperial stout Asian barrel. So we've we got, we got a whole range in between. We are sort of fairly hop-driven in the styles that we brew. So we've got, I think, seven, seven or eight, someone wants to do a count, IPAs on tap. So if anyone likes their hops, there's, there's plenty of variety there. I think I think we've really hit our strides with the uh, with the hazy uh, pale ales and hazy IPAs. I think our, our technique is is fairly sort of dialed in, and the beers coming out of the brewery, particularly with the hazy beers, is is spot on. Um, at the ABAs, we won uh, two two gold, include including uh, a, um, a champion trophy for best modern pale ale. So wow. um, the the, uh, the hazies, and it, it says to me, it's not just my opinion. There's a couple of other people who think the beer is actually okay. So for me, yeah. the hazes are the way to go. But having said that, the um, the black lager mm. it, it's it's a style that's a favourite of mine, and I think that's a that's a banging beer as well. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> But there's a there's a lot of variety up there, and it's uh, everything from a, from an English IPA, a couple of specialty IPAs, um, a real a real sort of mix up there. Mm. I like the dark like drinking the dark lager. I kind of think. It's it's almost like a strange. It's like the, the so the cold IPA is it displaying the hops on a really subtle background. This is displaying like dark malts on a really subtle background. In my head, that's what it, it always says, and I kind of like it for that. What do you think? Is that the, the, what I, you were going for? I think I think that sums it up perfectly. I I, I didn't brew these two beers with uh, with that in mind, but but they are almost the polar opposite. Mm. The one's very much about the malt. The one's very much about the hops. Yeah, absolutely. Warren Wu's always been a man of polar opposites, so <laughs> it's not surprising you've got both in a glass in front of you at the moment, mate. That just fits perfectly, I reckon. So, Yeah, I think so too. They make a good chaser for each other. Well, I mean, yeah. 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 Now, um, Dion, before we, we lose you, we should be asking, you know, what beers have you got in your brain that we can look forward to down here at Co-Conspirators over sort of as we get into spring properly and summer? What, what can we be looking forward to? Yeah, we, we've got, <clears throat> we're getting to a period where we're doing um, a truckload of collaborations and I think people have sort of pushed those boundaries with the collaborations. So we've got um, and it, everything from a honeycomb, uh, porter, we've oh, got... Oh, uh, see, now we're talking... Oh, yeah, that's like, oh, the ears are perked up. That sounds yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. The, 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 um, the collaborations coming out are, are pretty exciting. We've got... Um, um, we can edit out the pause here while... Well, you see, yeah, 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 yeah. Dion has these wonderful spreadsheets. This is what you get to do when you when you do a proper collaboration. This wasn't something we did over the internet from Sweden. This was, honest to God, me coming down and looking at the screen that he'd already got the rest of... No, that's not quite... No, no. It's a, so you've got a, a, a beautiful screen there with all sorts of little tricks in there. Uh, making sure the Brunswick water is perfect for what you're going to be brewing. That's, and that's, that's right. That's right. Um, one of one of the uh, sort of exciting ones coming up is a is a collaboration with uh, Brogan's Way. <clears throat> so we're doing a, a sour beer, which is now you need to explain to our friends in Norway and Israel who Brogan's Way are. They may not know it. Yeah, so Brogan Brogan is a distillery in Brunswick. Sorry, in Richmond. Um, they make uh, pretty pretty interesting sort of uh, gins and other distills. Um, so we're doing a collaboration with them. Where we're making a uh, sour beer that replicates one of their gins, and they're taking one of our beers and distilling it into a distill. 
sort of like a moonshine. Half of that will be going to, to Barrel. Um, that sounds amazing. It, it, yeah. it's, a, it's, a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty exciting project. So we've, we've got uh, the, the Four Guy, which is one of our sort of hazy, um, yeah, nice. hazy double IPAs yep. uh, being distilled. Um, it's, it's pretty interesting what's come out of that distill. Um, and then taking one of their gins and trying to replicate that gin um, into one of our sort of sour beers. So it's a heavily fruited oh, wow. sour, a lot of yeah. botanicals in there. It's a, it's a pretty exciting little little project. And we're doing a bit of a masterclass uh, with Brogan where we'll, we'll talk through the beer and um, beer and gin and the distill. And uh, it's, a, it's a cool little collaboration. Um, with, When's that masterclass? Just out of interest for all the punters who might want to get along and... and uh... Or at the very least... Jump on the socials and make sure you're on the co-conspirators, both uh, brewery and brew pub socials, yep. so that you don't miss out on any of those events. I think it's I think it's around the 10th of uh, September. Um, Friday the around 9th. The 10th. So Maybe. come on the 8th or the 9th. Come, yeah, there should be, come on. There should be a poster right behind you, which is... There's I just think I've noticed that poster. The wall the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe read off the poster. Guys, oh, let's, let's try 9th of September. Friday the 9th of September. Go to the 10th as well. 10th, because there might be some left. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Or go on the 8th. Come on the 8th. Just to make sure you know what's going on. Come on the 8th ask for Dion and say that he told you that you could come a day early. I wonder also at some point in time if we should take a photo of all the posters and put it on the call room socials. Ah, so you're we're probably going to talk about all the posters at some point in yeah. this record, yeah? yeah. Um, we've, we've got we've, too many ideas, We can put Travis. a tick in that one and yeah. we can move on to the next. <laughs> I'll be busy on grand final day, unfortunately, for the... Will you? Will you be busy? Oh, uh, so? no. I, really I feel like so. we've had too much footy talk on the podcast lately. I'm going to come and move things on before the Geelong fans and the Melbourne fans. Dion, who do you follow? Uh, loosely Richmond. Loosely Richmond, so you still got it. Loosely Richmond for another couple of weeks, and then you'll be. (laughs) I'm looking forward to North Melbourne being back in the finals next year. Uh, I reckon let's put a little bow on this bit of it. Thank you, Dion, for your time today and for helping to brew. In fact, not even helping to brew, for brewing brewing, (laughs) uh, a really amazing, spectacular beer. Make sure you get down here while it's on tap uh, and down at the Co Conspirators Brew Pub, 377 Victoria Street, Brunswick. Thank you very much for having us. Well, a big thanks to co-conspirator number one, Dion, there, sharing so much information. I think it's fascinating, particularly for home brewers, uh, to really get some of the details about how he makes beers like the cold IPA. Uh, if you've had a crack at making one, let us know. We, uh, we might well go ahead with Travis's idea there of having a little cold IPA competition. Okay, from co-conspirator number one, let's go over to co-conspirator number two uh, with Jackie. Well, we're back here in the cool room. We're out at Co-Conspirators 377, and you can hear the crowd is gathering, or at the very least, not Corey is getting louder by the moment. Uh, The crowd are coming in louder. There's been a bit more heckling in the background, particularly because we now have a Collingwood fan uh, on the show with us. No football talk. No football talk. I'm sorry, Jackie, to point out that you're a Collingwood fan in a very clearly no football talk zone. Uh, It's wonderful to be here with you this afternoon, and uh, wonderful to be standing next to Travis Bristos uh, under so many gorgeous ceiling windows. Travis, you must be feeling like you're at home. Kick us along from here, brother. I feel like I'm actually like, it's quite daunting being underneath this many windows compared to mine at home. So <laughs> it's um it's kind of weird. And given this is my first podcast back in 
I want to say, what number are we up to? 148? So maybe... I don't know, just spit more episodes. Yeah, just, just about no, no, you've, got, you've, you've got yeah, the tattoo yeah. of 127 episodes, because that oh, was yeah. a very special one. Yeah, so yeah. That <laughs> might have been the last. That sounds about right. It is about right. Uh, Jackie from yes. Cocosphere, how are we? We're good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, we are standing in your brew pub. Yes. Uh, we were just talking before we started recording how different it looks now compared to when we were all here last time. Yes. Which I think was like the night before you opened. Yeah, it was just um, a bit in December. So, yeah, we're nearly, gosh, what's that, nine months in yeah. roughly? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how's it all going? Tell us what's changed since that night versus now. Um, just some aesthetic things that we've put in. You know, obviously, we've got some barrels behind you at the moment doing a bit of a little barrel program. We've got some plants coming in. Um, You've got Warren Wu. That adds to the aesthetics beautifully. Totally. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes. And we've got more beer on tap from when we first um, opened because we're in full swing of the uh, equipment that we're using um, on site. So, yeah, there's a few little things, but there's still a lot to do. So, yeah, which, which will grow the venue as the years go on. And you do some really cool collabs with podcasts, I hear. Yeah, we do. We do this lovely cold IPA okay, we're all drinking today. So we yeah. are all drinking it, apart from David, who's moved on to a dark. Oh yeah. no, hang on, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> who had a go? Who had a go at Warren earlier in the record? Because yeah, we're drinking you know, a dark. Like, I yeah, just had to call that out now before we move Thanks, on. Travis. Well, you Dion know who your friends so are. So movingly of the dark lager, yeah, and dark how lager. it was the you know the polar opposite of the beer we were having. I felt the need to bookend them. So. Uh, given yeah, given the uh, given the tap list at the moment, I'm. Yeah. Surprised I'm still sitting on the cold OPA. Yeah, there's actually. a few good ones there at the moment, mm. yeah. And we're sort of transitioning the tap list now to a few spring beers, which is which is good. It's good timing. Are you one of those people who then subscribes to the theory that, you know, stouts can't be drunk in February, for instance? Or, you know, is it more oh, of a... Oh, don't do Don't <laughs> yeah. do this. I, I am a seasonal drinker myself, but that's just me. I like to drink dark beers in the winter and, you know, but I do drink sours all year round, so I don't know if that's really... No, that's point. fine. As long as you're not drinking stouts in February, we're no. all good. <laughs> And what's on the list at the moment, apart from the delicious Cool Room Cold IPA at 6.9%, delicious, what else is on the list that you're loving at the moment? Uh, I'm, we just put on a steam ale, uh, otherwise known as a Californian Common. Thank you very much. There's a few guys in front that are drinking it. This is reverse heckling. We don't, we don't want affirmation <laughs> from the crowd. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I don't think I've had a, a number of, of steam ales in, in the past, and the guys, Olmo and Dion, had to explain it to me a little bit once we had on tap, but I'm really enjoying it, which is really good. What did they explain? Oh, just how it's made and um, what the history of a steam ale is. It's a blue colour, a blue collar beer. Um, people used to drink it. It was a cheap beer to make. It's not heavily hopped. It's 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 a great beer, and um, I think we, the boys did a really good job in making it. Nice. Yes. Nice. So I'm pretty pretty stoked about the steam ale at the moment. How's um how's the running of the venue going? What's been your favourite event you've had so far here? Oh, um, so last month we did the our first winter festival, which we're going to be doing yearly. That's going to be our our annual release of our Imperial Stout. Will so, you always do it in winter, or you know, not being a seasonal kind of person? <laughs> you know, <will> it be? <laughs> Uh, yes, this one will be. This will be our winter festival. So the plan would be we'll do a winter and a summer 
large-ish events. Um, the Winter Festival will be our Starwood Barrel uh, Barrel Age Imperial Stout, which is currently on tap at the moment. Um, we had a massive release for it, cheese and, a cheese and beer event. We had a few guest taps. Um, yeah, it was a really good event. We've got about 70-odd people here, t- uh, here on the night. Um, As opposed to today, we've just got 70 normal people. Yeah. So there's 70 <laughs> Is um is there a poster for it behind us or is it that oh, still to come? All the um it's around. The, well, it's already been. We're a bit yeah. obsessed yeah. with the posters. Yeah. So yeah. we are very obsessed with the posters. It's Trivia Thursdays. The Sunday Brian Ways post is really handy. I think. Got to tell yeah. people what's going on. Totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. It's also really helpful if you have a podcast and you didn't bother to print out the whole agenda. Like for us, we can just <laughs> turn around and look over our shoulders. <laughs> and it would have been better if the posters were in front of us rather than behind us, though, and we could have like yeah. not had to turn around. Yeah, so, that's like, true. but the crowd has swelled to seventy-one people, and we've pointed <laughs> yeah. in that direction. Yeah. So. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited to not talk about AFL and not talk about Grand Final Day at Co-Conspirators. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much. Oh, we're actually uh, we are doing a Grand Final. Final day event at the brew pub. We're doing a collaboration with the team at Pie Thief. We're brewing a beer. The beer's going into a pie. And we're doing it on, and we're releasing both the beer and the pie at Grand Final Day. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds pretty sweet. I've got to um, say. Although you like so, being close to Grand Final Day and having <laughs> you guys on as guests, yes, has been something that's gone on before. Yes, yeah, we did that last year. Yeah, you did it last year. <laughs> well, we're and it was, like, and usually it's traditionally a big family thing for you guys. Is uh, that yes? So my the whole psycho extended family would be at the brew pub if Collingwood doesn't get into the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> Warren has clearly gone back into the cool room archives and listened Which to the is previous pretty episodes. Pretty rare for Warren yeah, no. to do that. No, it's just so amazing. That that interview with Jackie was so amazing. That go back and check I just, out the It's stuck in my head, yeah. But go back and I'm listen to the remember. I can't remember what I said. Oh, yeah, there was one of those afternoons. Go back and check out the archives. So, Jackie, are we yep. talking about a sense where your Pie Thief event on Grand Final Day, yes. if Collingwood don't make it to the Grand Final, it's just going to be you sitting there with a pie? <laughs> <laughs> Drinking their sorrows because we didn't get into the grand final. Grand Whereas final. Warren and I will be standing proudly at the MCG yeah, watching our teams yeah. play yeah. in the grand uh, final. But this is exactly why we weren't doing football. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly why we weren't doing that. Um, have you decided what beer is going into this? To this yes. uh, pie thief pie. What, yeah, but we're not we're not saying it yet. Oh, oh we're not saying. Uh, oh. Is Dion saying? No, well, Dion, no, but we're not saying that it's um, so, yeah. What's the old uh, Monty Python "I Like Traffic Lights" song? You know, <laughs> although my name's not Bamba, you know, it might just. It <laughs> might be a bit. <laughs> um, we, do we I need to edit that part out? We'll edit that part out. And apologies to every other podcast we've oh, had to edit things. Se- if he's said it, we'll just say it. I, mean, I didn't I say that he'd said it. I was just singing some of my favourite songs. That's <laughs> fine. It's, I didn't know we were Do we know it. what... Uh, I mean, we know that you're putting the beer into the pie. Yep. Can we say what type of pie it's going to be? I, I can't... I, I was talking to Aaron about this last week... And I think there will be it will be a kangaroo pie. I was going to say the lower down yeah. the ladder. Well, I, I don't think it's and a now it's not a kangaroo <laughs> pie. We're all in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> the lower down the ladder you finish, yeah. the more likely you are to be made into a pie. <laughs> so sort of never be a cat pie. Thank yeah. God for that. <laughs> Is that what we're saying? That's kind of what I was getting. At. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> a spicy demon pie. Spicy demon. Yeah. That's, 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 
Well, well you know, magpie, gonna... magpie pie. Magpie pie. Maybe. Magpie. It's got a. Just take the inside of a four and twenty and put it in a pie thief pie, and you got a magpie pie. Yeah. With the whole four and with. We've totally gone off the beer yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one thing we agreed was we weren't going to talk football in this segment. <laughs> we're not talking football, we're talking we're pies. pies. Yeah, we're talking about pies. We're talking about pies. And, and grand final day. Now, now, you know, I like to claim that I designed this recipe. Dion likes to claim that he designed this recipe, but really, is it a bit of marketing genius from you, Jackie? Are you the one oh. who really went, what we need is a cold, cool room IPA? I think it kind of went on the idea of it being cold and cool room, and I think I think then the natural fit was a cold IPA. IPA. Which makes perfect sense. I it does it make does. perfect sense. I think it does. Yes. Yeah. That's really clever. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is kind of an interesting thing. David, you said earlier that you, you'd come down and tried it a couple of times during the brewing process. Um, you're clearly not drinking it now, but how did it fare <laughs> in that process? Like, Oh, it's, 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 the reason I asked Dion is because he clearly had that confidence of knowing what this style of beer does and how it's going to change in the tank. Um, but it's fair to say the last time I was down here and we had a little sip, yeah, it, it didn't, didn't taste, taste anywhere near as no. magnificent as it does I right think, now. I think it was when you came down last, uh, it was just dry hop. So it, was having, it, wasn't re- it had that sort of greeny flavour to it, but that's why. But it's tasting great today. And mm. even as we've poured it today, you know, from that very first couple of pours through to where we are now on barrel number, what, 48, <laughs> as the 71 drink their way through it, it's really now beautifully clear and yeah, crisp looking. absolutely. Uh, represents the kind of flavour you're going to get in the glass. It was a little hazy at first, yeah. but um, it's just brightened up yeah, beautifully. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw, I, we had the first pot when we got here, and now drinking it now, it's cleared up magnificently. It's great. Clear uh, beers are the future. Oh, it's um, talking yeah. to us that make a lot of hazy oh, no, right? beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Talking, laughs> you know, you guys don't do hazy beers, do you? Um, so so what have we got... clearly got off the hazy train some years. Yeah, you, can, you totally did, didn't oh, you? No, it was only, I, I think I got off the hazy train about a year ago. Um, maybe a year ago. I had the McConaughey's. I'm going to still call it McConaughey's the other day. And it is a magnificent beer. Uh, you can get sued. Beer. I'll be editing that bit out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so what do we got? Uh, we've got? We've got the grand final coming up, and we have the gin sour launch from Rogan's Way coming yeah. up on Friday the 9th of September. Yes, yeah, yeah, the 9th of September. That's one of those poster reads I've seen <laughs> a long time. That's a good reading there, Warren. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. What, yeah, so the spring and summer, like, great time to be in Melbourne. Great time to be hanging out in Brunswick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the uh, collaboration with Rogan's Way has been a bit special. Um, I met Brogan... Uh, at a Pink Boots event. She's a magnificent, very well-educated brewer or distiller. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's an amazing human being. And uh, she mentioned that uh, she wanted to come and do a uh, collaboration with us. And uh, funnily enough, we had some uh, four guy, that uh, double hazy IPA, (laughs) um, that we we wanted to use uh, for so we uh, distilled the four, the double hazy um, IPA. IPA. Yeah. It's kind of Ooh. turned into a, like a moonshine, so it's um, quite an interesting product. Yep. And um, we've brewed a sour, a botanical sour, um, 
and um, I think uh, and replicating the flavors of their one of their gyms called um, Enlightened in, in uh, Apologies. Um, that's actually a really good name for a gin warabi. So yeah, we run story of this podcast. Fact, any, any gin that doesn't have the name, the word apologies in its name, <laughs> I don't think you know. Yes. Thank you very much. So yeah, we've got um, the the the, um, the sour beers got uh, mango and grapefruit and uh, strawberry gum and juniper, and it's uh, quite a magnificent sort of combination. Yeah, coriander, coriander seed, and yeah, it's great. Terrific. Sounds um, fantastic. What else is coming up in September that we should kind of... Do you have any scoops for us? Or? Oh, no, no, no. We're, we're, with the launch, we're doing a masterclass. There's still tickets available. You'll have Dion, you'll have Brogan. Oh, great. Um, doing a one-on-one tasting, uh, mm-hmm. cocktail, making cocktails. Uh, so that'll be a cool event. Wow, um, that's a great event. Grand final day happening at the end of September. And then we have the um, the event of Clint, uh, which everyone knows. Clint, uh, who's our graphic designer, Pocket Bagels. Uh, he's, We've uh, tried to have him on the podcast numerous times. Yes. They've actually like recorded interviews yeah. with him numerous times. <laughs> They're unlistenable to, not just because of what he says... But because the we, audio can't, never been, yeah, we can't God. use a microphone. Apparently we're microphone. rubbish at using microphones. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the fact that Jackie's sitting here pointing to the posters in the background every time she says something. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to actually see what's going on, you just have to come just down come to co-conspirators, <laughs> walk through the door and look to the left and you'll see everything that's happening. Joanna likes her... Uh, our genu- Joanna, our venue manager, loves her posters, so... Uh, and and let's let's not forget that Joanna is actually Clint's partner. Clint's graphic It's like yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So in October we're doing the uh, the pocket party, which is uh, all brands that are. Uh, Clint uh, Designs for um, Bright yep. Brewery to uh, to Rupees, Co-Conspirators, Brewmanity. We're doing a few collaborations. Uh, tickets are available ten dollars uh, ten dollars online. Uh, we've got food, DJ. It'll be a cool event in October. Jackie, can we bring it back to football for a second and tell me what you said to me before we started recording about Brewmanity? Uh, David Needs is like the nicest person you would ever meet. <laughs> Yeah, that's he really right. is. He's <laughs> really a positive, is. happy organisation. That's exactly what I want to be. Yeah, hearing. he's a lovely, lovely human being. Yeah. Now, yeah. I've got a couple of questions uh, that I'm ready to go, go out on, but it. do you guys want to have another question before we... No, I reckon you go nuts. Excellent. Well, well I mean, the, the big question I really want to ask is that we're about to meet a new member of the co-conspirators family. Yes. Uh, and whether he realises it or not, <laughs> here is your opportunity to not just introduce Tim, um, we've met Tim before, yes. but also to introduce Scotty. Yes. You can you can say whatever you like about them right now, and <laughs> they won't hear it till it comes out as a podcast Amazing. version. Let's be honest, they're not going to listen. No, no. So what? introduce them... Well, without um, them hearing your introduction. And tell us what Scotty's favourite beer is. Oh, I can't tell you that. He's got to tell you that. Tell no, us what you Tim's favourite beer is. what you <laughs> think Scotty's favourite beer is. I know what Scotty's favourite beer is. Oh, he's looking at me. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, look, Tim's always a old school lager drinker, old school West Coast IPA. He's always been like that. So that's that's his sort of... It's obviously Tim's... One of the co-conspirators is my partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be on shortly. And Scotty Thompson is um, our new and very first sales rep for the brand. Um, so he's going to be selling wholesale beer for us. So in six years, we haven't had a rep. And we now finally have one, which is very exciting. 
No that's, pressure. That's a, like, no pressure you know, at all. Like, Big sales at the Flimkin Bowls Club are going to have to go through the roof to yes. justify his employment. I've already spoken to Jane to make sure they get the cold IPA on tap at the, at the Bowls Club. You know what? Like... So a mate of mine was the was a sales rep for a company that sold. Um, <laughs> someone's gone. Here we go. Um, yeah, Warren telling a telling a story again. No, no, off you go, Warren. This, uh, we've, we've got plenty yeah, we, of time. We can yeah, cut, we can this. totally cut this out. <laughs> or we can just indulge it. <laughs> so he was the he was the the sales rep for a company that brewed uh, kombucha. And it was one of the very first ones. Literally had people running out to his car asking him, um, how, do I, how do I get your product? So he'd just hand a card out his thing and sale, tick, done. I think that's what Scott's job is going to be. It's like, you're the I was wondering manager. where that was going. I like you. It's, it's a really like, positive does, message. Does I he like have that. to pay you to, to, to the reps? Does he? He should be paying co-conspirators to be oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I don't totally think I so. I think it'd be a pretty it's, sweet I job. I think it'd be I'm a really yeah. sweet job. <laughs> like, Knocking on the door. Hi, yeah, I'm from I'm co-conspirators. co-conspirators. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you want to buy everything? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. thanks Warren. I, I'm sure he's, he's, he might not see it that way. But no, probably uh, not. No. <laughs> <laughs> the the Surely the trick would be to actually string it out to make it look like it really was a five-day-a-week job rather than yeah, that's by, it, yeah. you know, 11 yeah. o'clock on Monday morning you'd sold all your allocation. <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. Met, met sales targets at 12.52 on Monday. <laughs> Well, Jackie, thank you for your time today. Thank, thank you. you for putting all of this together. It's uh, fantastic yep. to be out here on a... I keep on saying spring. It's not actually spring. Almost. We're three so or four days, off. but yeah. by not golly, the way, the way the light streams through those ceiling lights, the ceiling windows, it feels like it's spring. It's almost like they stole my idea. Mm. Yeah, almost, yeah. Like, yeah. Until you, Travis, no one had ever put glass in a ceiling in a roof. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Jackie. Thanks for your time. <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, here we are. We're back at Co-Conspirators Brew Pub, 377 Victoria Street, Brunswick, segment number three. Uh, we've got some really fun things to come up and discuss. Uh, but as you just heard, if you've listened to segment two, which of course you have if you've listened to the podcast, you heard what Jackie said about Tim. And you've heard what <laughs> Jackie said about Scotty. Oh, and I'm not sure whether they heard. Nope. No. It's all lies. <laughs> it's all lies. Well... Here is your opportunity to respond, my friends. Now, let's make sure you go right into the microphone. The 71 people who are here and watching and listening, uh, we want to make sure you speak straight into that mic uh, so we can hear you both. Uh, but tell I, us, first and foremost, I've got the your whole thoughts of David. on Jackie. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and then introduce each other and we'll kick off with our discussion of these beautiful beers we're having this afternoon. Oh, uh, thank you very much for having us on this afternoon, David and, and uh, gang. Uh, having a great time here. Um, yeah, so Tim here from Co-Conspirators, and I would like to introduce uh, the uh, latest and greatest uh, addition to our team, uh, Scotty, our fantastic new sales rep. G'day, g'day, g'day. Hey, so, so okay, so Jackie looks after the brew pub and Dion looks after the brewing and Scotty's looking after the sales. <laughs> Tim, what do I do? What do you do, Tim? 
<laughs> don't tell anyone. I don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's does, okay. We won't put Tim this does, out as a podcast. Um, in between the lines stuff, the fun stuff, you know, the things yeah. that make us all glued together and gel together, you know? So yeah. payroll. Yeah. Yeah, Tim yeah. does payroll. Yeah. I do all the all the super exciting stuff. <laughs> I pay the bills. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've guys, been racking them up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested to know. Give us your take. We're we're here today talking about uh, the cool room and co-conspirators collab for the uh, cold IPA that we're all drinking at the moment. Yes, yes, we're yes. all drinking it at the moment. Um, Tim, Scott, tell us your take on it. What an awesome beer. You know, um, 6.9%, cold IPA, super smashable. Mm. Um, look, really fresh. Um, I'm loving the hop profile on it. Uh, you know, when I poured a pint of it off the taps today, it's sort of, it's really just jumping out of the glass. And, yeah, I'm loving it. Going. And you're not even the bloke in charge of sales. So I <laughs> yeah, can't right. wait to hear how the bloke who's in charge of sales <laughs> yeah. hypes it more than that. I, Go, think really, I think it's really dialed in. It's a, it's a good-looking beer, too. It's very clear. It's very effervescent. Um, I also love this like kind of candy orange aroma from the Eclipse hops, and also I love the background, like kind of almost like uh, dried orange pithy bitterness too. Um, but it's very very clean, and I'm digging that Absolute. clean colour and aroma, and also back up yeah. too. Lovely. Yeah. Definitely back up the um, orange aroma. Yes. Oh, yes. And particularly for oh, 6.9%, yes. you don't necessarily expect it to finish mm. clean in the way that it does. It'd yeah. be more natural for it to be a bit sort of... It's a bit sneaky, hey? It's <laughs> very sneaky. It's very sneaky. It's, the old um, sneaky Sunday beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. Um, I don't have to go to work tomorrow. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> um, uh, we were talking before we started this session of the record. Uh, Tim... We reckon you've got more airtime on the courtroom than any other person from a brewery. That was the plan, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the case? Is it, yeah. Do you reckon that's right? I reckon it... Look, I don't know, but I reckon I might give it a nudge to come close. David, how many times has co-conspirators been on the core. Well, see, I think this is the, it now makes sense why we've got all these Scandinavian listeners, because they're the ones who are running the data on all this kind of stuff. This must be a spreadsheet somewhere in Oslo right now that, not, that breaks everything down in different ways. I'm not sure whether Tim has the most appearances on the podcast, but I reckon he would undoubtedly have the most minutes on the podcast. <laughs> how how did the IT guy get to that stage in a, in a brewing podcast? I don't know. <laughs> Tim, head of HR, our top guest. (laughs) (laughs) It actually does say a lot about us. I've got to... Come on, what is better than HR? Like, seriously, what is better than HR? Well, there are some parts of the organisation that have more data, and the more data, the more we get nerdy about the data. Uh, Dylan's up there. No, Dion's up there. Sorry, Dylan. Um, (laughs) We can't even remember his name. He's the guy who shovels hops. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, Scott, tell us about uh, your background, mate. How did you oh. come to be part of the co-conspirators family? Yeah, cool cool question, man. Um, so I've been in beer sales for about eight years now or so. Um, probably a bit more longer than that, like indirectly too. Um, so I started with um, Mornington doing tastings probably about what, ten years ago now too. Um, we had Michael Schaff from Hop Nation, who's departed now unfortunately too. Kind of grew into into working for Derek at Bad Shepherd for about four years. Um, developed that brand around Melbourne, had a bit of fun time with that too. 
and then I moved to Moondog for about three years doing on-premise around Abbotsford, Richmond area, um, where I live now too. And then I'm um, just looking for a bit of a change, you know, looking for something, you know, a bit more grassroots, more family-oriented too. And I'm um, finding the family here has been really, really wholesome so far, man. It's been about two months now, and it's, it's exciting. Wholesome could be the word I can imagine. Yeah, it's... Co-conspirators, your wholesome family brewery. Yeah, yeah it's, that's it's, a, it's grassroots, it's good people, good beer. Well, sorry, not good beer, great beer. Exceptional beer too. Um, and also the branding's fun too, so, yeah, it's... it's been about eight years or something in the industry for now, so yeah, it's exciting. I liked how Tim gave you that little nudge to yeah, say yeah. break there. Yeah. Mate, like, that wasn't a nudge. I heard, I heard ribs break at that point. <laughs> he knows. So yeah. you've uh, you've gotten around a bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Um, there's no harm in you know trying to better yourself, you know, too, like learning a bit more, you know, and now um, exciting yourself again too, you know, like really kind of getting amongst it, you know. So yeah, amazing for uh, for a brewery that hasn't had a sales rep. Uh, before it I'm sounds like, away you're like yes, you're going to hit the ground running. Like that's yeah. it, man. Yeah, amazing to see. And we've we've got this lineup of posters behind us here. We've referred to it a few times. Mm. Uh, Scotty, which of which of all of the events on these posters out the back there are you most looking forward to personally? There's really two ones. So Brogan's Way is behind my house in Richmond, like literally like about oh, a two minute, two minute a two minute stroll, which is a fantastic. So you're not story. going to bother to come over to that one then, because you can just get the fence. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah, but um. They're great people. They make great stuff too, and they're trying to push the boundaries with gin too. But um, that's exciting. But also, um, Clint's festival too, Pocket Party too, is going to be insane. Um, October fifteenth, check it out. Lots of friends and family. You know, it's going to be really cool. Nice. Despite the fact that Clint, we've tried to have him on the podcast a couple of times. <laughs> he always speaks at such a low audible level that I, we've never actually been able to publish one of the podcasts. I actually, I actually think it's a case where no. Clint doesn't actually like. You can't talk into a microphone. It doesn't record. Like, there's something weird about it. Um, but moving along. Oh, yes. <laughs> Warren's currently calling things out because he's not on a microphone. So, um, uh, uh, Tim, you uh, came on board the call room to judge our homebrewer session about a year ago. Yes. Um, which was a great night. Um, Scott. Yes. Tell us, do you, do you homebrew? Uh, I used to back in the day, um, probably in my... I'm 33 now. I would have been about... Mm, hey, we don't need... This isn't a Tinder 19 profile. 19 or so. Like, is, <laughs> yeah, 19. We used to try and recreate Santa with um, Pacific Ale 2. Did a few Rogers. Oh! Uh, batches 2, like from Little mm. Creatures 2. So, yeah. English Miles and stuff too. Um, I did one really bad Christmas beer that kind of blew up in the garage. Oh, um, we love an explosion, yeah, we love an explosion yeah. story. I really love the the process of brewing. I think it's a wonderful thing, and also I think it stems into other things in my life. You know, like the whole you know cooking thing and stuff too. Love a good process, and if you don't do the process right, the outcome is not the exact and thing. The you outcome is an explosion. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You said the magic word, yeah. explosion. Um, <laughs> uh, Tim, we talked about earlier about having another cool room homebrewer session where we just get everyone to brew cold IPAs. What do you reckon? Why not? Why not? You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I look. I'm, I'm, I still love homebrew. You know, I still dabble, and um, yeah, ve- always very happy to uh, be involved. Yeah. Mm. What, do, what do you brew as a homebrewer that you don't sort of get to experiment with here? Are there sort of little bits of the dark arts that you can do yeah. behind well, the scenes? I, I always uh, hark back to the, um, to the to the OG to the to a lager, and 
if, if you ask a brewer, the, only, the, the beer they'll always try first at someone else's brewery is a lager because there's nowhere mm. to hide. Now, is that, you know, I'm drinking the dark lager down here at the moment. Yeah. We've, got the, we've got the cool room cold IPA. Yeah. Not a lager. No. But, you know, but so what's the lager offering from uh, Coke and Spiritus? So we've got a few at the minute. So we've got our uh, brew pub series Pilsner. And then we've got the, we've got our brew pub series Pilsner. And, yeah, the dark lager that uh, you're getting into now. Just had one before myself. It's I, delicious. I love that beer. It is really balanced, mm. just a little bit of roast. Yeah, I don't care what Warren Wu says, I love this style of beer. Yeah, and then we've just recently finished up the Nonna, which was our Italian Pilsner. Yes. So, yeah. And then... Exciting things to talk about yeah. soon with our um, Beta Batch... Yeah, well, cool. you, can, you can absolutely Lagers. tell us all because just don't the, tell anyone. The know? people who the people who've come before you have already you have already told us about you know kangaroo pies, amber ales, yeah. and all the the, the, the genies out of the bottle. Oh don't God. tell anyone. Tell everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. That's what the um, sales well, maybe they say. haven't. Maybe I've just made that up. But I'm yeah, slowly sorting you all in. Yeah. Yeah. I find giving more and more like, away. Brunswick locals want a beer. They want a beer beer. Well, what beer do you brew? Do you do your generic kind of, you know, your draft lager, Aussie S. Carlton drafty boy from Abbotsford down in my way? Or do you go, you know, your Czech route? Or do you go your German lager route? Like, what's wrong or wrong? Do you go NZ Pills route? Like, you know, there's so many different styles and stuff too, but also everyone's palate's so defined and different these days too. People understand beer more than ever too, so I believe, you know, we're doing two beers. We're doing Better Batch 1 and Better Batch 2, so we'll be a check pills on be a German lager but I still believe that that German lager route is where we're going to go um, but it's about having clean identifiable good fun you know? and, and I guess the question is what job are you going to have when you lose this one for just giving all of the secrets away about what's coming up when this podcast comes out in 24 hours time? <laughs> We've got, we got plenty more to talk about too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it never yeah, ends. Yeah. We've got for hours and hours. Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours, that's optimistic. <laughs> yeah, watch this space. Watch this space, though. Watch this yeah. space, yeah. I have set the bar a bit high there, Trevor. Hey, yeah, I, just, I just realised something, David. Um, so this could be a question for you, but... Uh, Scott's the only person standing around the table at the moment that hasn't answered the traditional cool room question. Oh. oh. And how is that a question for me? I thought maybe uh, as our cool room leader, <laughs> oh, you might want to... It's a, to, uh, it's a question for me to ask, not a question for me to answer, which I'm totally happy with. That's the side of the equation. It's, uh, I'm, I, I'm pretty on. sure he's the only one in the room that hasn't answered those questions. It's a, <laughs> out of the 71 people who are gathered around the microphones at the moment... I'm I've in got such suspense say, right now. <laughs> Brace yourself. Brace yourself. <laughs> Scott, this is the traditional cool room question, mate. What is the strangest, weirdest, most disturbing, most explosive thing that you have seen uh, in a cool room, whether it be in a pub that you visited as a rep? Uh, we certainly know that it wouldn't have happened here at Co-Conspirators. <laughs> wouldn't have happened at Moondog, just in case they're listening in. And I know uh, there's people from there here today who might hit me with a hammer as well. So, okay. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've seen behind the scenes? Pull the curtain back, In a brother. cool room? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I do two? Yes. Oh, yeah, two. Yes, you can. <laughs> Are you guys ready? We're always ready. People's old lunch left in the cool room. As opposed to old people's lunch? 
So we're not talking sort of egg sandwiches per se. We're talking something that's sort of, you know, a bit more... I've seen sandwiches left in there, not so good looking stuff too. And the second part is... Um... <laughs> oh, it's actually less disturbing. I mean, it's yeah. a, no, no, hang on, put stop. Put me on the spot. No, no. We're not going to um, let you move on. Because yeah. you are so amused by these sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. I think you've got to give us a bit more of the gory details. Like oh, I just don't know if I should say something to you. It might be legality reasons as well. <laughs> no, we don't say where it was. Just say what colour those sandwiches were. Uh, lovely algae green. Uh, oh, that's very descriptive. Yes. <laughs> but um, also the most feralist, almost interesting thing I've seen in a cool room. Oh, goodness me. I've seen lots of fruit and kegs and all sorts of things. Fruit is um, not, fruit's not that alarming in and of itself. Like, I go to Safeway, I don't freak out and run out the front door. I suppose the most ancient thing I've seen is kegs fall on each other. Like, like you know, racking fall down and kegs are everywhere and how do you fix that? Like, you got to kind of muscle man it out, you know? And yeah. uh, no one was in there at the time. I mean, that's No one was there, a... no, no. Correct. There was no one in there at the time at all. Yes, so I've I think seen, that's the bit that sort of freaks us I've all out. I've seen many things in my time, so mm, yes. Oh, let's, we don't often get two for the price of one, but I think it's sort of pretty special to get two for the price <laughs> of one. With you. And, uh, Tim, have you had any additional cool room experiences you need to share with the class before we uh, we knock off today? Unfortunately, no. Oh, unfortunately, oh, fortunately, no. Oh, well, fortunately, no. Yes, I'll rephrase. Well, that's excellent. You've been on before. Go back and check out the archives if you want to hear right. about all the sordid things that Tim has done in Corins <laughs> in the past. I don't think that's true at all. Just to be, just to be clear, yeah. for legal reasons, yeah. you can't be bothered going back through the archives. Don't worry, it wasn't him that did those things. <laughs> he was just bearing witness to them at the time. Yes. Uh, I reckon, gentlemen, let's put a little bit of a bow on this part of the segment. I Thank reckon. you very much for being part of the afternoon. Thank you for letting us come down and um, not just taste, but brew some fantastic beers with you today. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for having us. Cheers. Thanks, guys. So, yes, that was really good. That was lots of fun. It was. I, yeah, the, like, the co-conspirators, we've kind of got to a place where we can talk about all sorts of dumb stuff, and they're right there with us. Um... Thank you guys for having me back on after all this time. It's, I feel like it's been absolutely ages it since I've been on, it, but yeah, we have missed you dearly. It's we have uh, you, dearly. you know the world post COVID and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, David, what have you got coming up in the world of the courtroom? Well, it's a pretty special time, as you'd expect. We're heading into a, another new month and a new month's pack. The uh, the beers that I can reveal already in that pack are going to be Goodlands. We've got some good friends from there mm, in that part of the yep. world. Uh, Yulies, uh, we're looking forward to having them down from Queensland. There's a few other bits and pieces which I thought by now would have been organised, but that's not the cool we're in. <laughs> well, that's not how we do things. Uh, we're um, going to have some other fun live events, Mr Warren Wu. That's what you were about to say. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, no, I was just... I was going recap like there's i think there's some still 71 brewing stuff that's around like if you haven't tried their beers it's a really good opportunity because they were delicious although <laughs> the beers are delicious and <laughs> they themselves i suppose were delicious in their own sort of scottish way 
It was. They were some properly amazing beers. Yeah. We've got a few things stuck by. There's still a few of some of those American beers, the Wild Barrel stuff, which is just oh, yeah. bonkersly good value and amazing beers that you don't get in other spaces. So go back and check that out if you're listening for the first time. Grab those. Um, David, can we talk about some of the live events you've got coming up? Absolutely. That's what I was about to do. Do it. You're on, do you're it. on, you're on the cards. You already know where we're going. Mr. Warren Wu, we've got distracted by those ceiling windows, of course. Uh, we've got some great live events coming up in just a short period of time, mid-September. We're going to have our 150th episode. That's uh, insane. Even despite some cancelled episodes and things along the way, we've got the 150th coming up. We're going to be over at Bonehead enjoying that. Uh, We're going to be going over and enjoying a live event at Black Arts. And if you haven't, uh, if you don't know about Black Arts, go back and check out the archives. It's only four or five episodes ago. Amazing beers, pretty special to be within the blast radius of that brewery. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Warren's in complete agreement. He's, he's lost for words. It doesn't happen often. No. And um, then we're going to start that run into October, November, December. It's going to be sort of Christmas party time. We've got some really fun beers coming into the country. Amazing. Uh, Thank you very much, Travis. Yeah. Tie things up here at Co-Conspirators on a Sunday afternoon. Hold on, like what do you go have next? What do you go drink next? Um, I'm currently sitting on the English IPA, but I reckon I'm going to move back onto the Cool Room Cold IPA. Oh, gee, you're good. Uh, just to round things out for the day. 6.9% it's tidy as. Well, you know, I've been patting an English setter. I've patted a greyhound a bit, and there's two corgis that have walked in here. So I'm off to pat the corgis. That's Perfect. what I'm doing with my afternoon. Guys, thank you. Thanks, sir. Thanks for coming back. We'll see you. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Will. Excellent. Brilliant. All right. Thanks, David. Cheers.